Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, AKA the Circle City, this is the Taking Back You Momcast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny Carter Iddens, wife, millennial mama, motivational speaker, and motherhood advocate. Hello, hello, hello. This is Danny Carter Iddens with the Taking Back You Momcast. How are you doing? Happy Wednesday. Let's get right to it. This week, we're going to talk all about how to deal with toxic people. And, you know, this topic is so important because dealing with toxic people is kind of an art. And we all have people in our lives who are just, you know, not necessarily good for our mind, body, and soul. And the thing about it is, is we can't always just like, you know, get away from them. Sometimes they're part of our family. They are, you know, co-workers, their neighbors, whatever. And so you have to learn how to kind of coexist with them or, figure out, you know, like an exit strategy about, you know, how to get away from them. So I'm going to give you some tips. I hope they're helpful for you to how to, with how to deal with toxic people. I'm sure there are plenty more that I'm going to give you, but this will at least get you started. And if you have any more, please email them to me at danny at dannycarteridens.com. I would love them. I'll add them. I'm also probably going to do a blog post about this as well, just in case you're the kind of person that does better when you read these as opposed to hearing them. So the first thing I'm going to do is I want you to, you know, I'm going to suggest that you think about your reaction. So we all have that person in our lives that just, oh, they, they're like, sure, joy is to, you know, make us feel bad about ourselves or to cause stress in our lives or whatever. And it might not honestly just be like us. It's probably just people around them in general. At at the root of it, toxic people are unhappy with themselves. And so what you have to remember is that you need to have control of how you react to them. Because that's the only thing that you can control in these situations. You can't control how they act. It would be really nice if you could, but you can't. But what you can do is you can, you know, think about how you react and you can control your reaction. So what I mean is, you know, if they say something to you that is not kind or if they suggest something to you about another person that is not kind, you don't have to take what they say and internalize it or repeat it even. You don't have to be a part of whatever their little game or gimmick is. You can do one of two things. You can ignore it. But listen, here's the problem with ignoring the kind of, with, with you know, uh, toxic people. When you ignore toxic people, that tells them that they can keep doing it because they're not getting any kind of reaction out of you. So they're like, okay, well now we gotta go big. Or, you know, or go home. They're not going home. So they're going to go bigger and bigger and bigger. And they're going to say things to you that really, you know, like it's just going to get worse and you're going to feel worse. So I don't suggest ignoring it. What I suggest is, you know, kind of hitting it head on. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to come back at them with the same venom 
that they hit you with. That's not the thing. Um, you know, when, what is that? Michelle Obama always says, when they go low, we go high. Well, this is the same thing. You can address the issue without going low like they did. And you can do that in a number of ways. You can, um, as you know, the Bible tells us, it tells us to turn the other cheek. But the Bible also tells us that if you have a person in your life who is not doing the right thing, you need to tell them that how they're acting or how they're behaving is not correct. Because listen, we have to hold each other accountable for our actions. So like I said, you can't control how they react, how they act. You can't control that. But what you can control is how you react to the situation. And you can say, listen, I'm not cool with, you know, that, or I don't appreciate when you say that about me. Now, that takes a lot of character and it takes a lot of bravery to be able to tell a person that you don't appreciate how they treat you. Um, it's hard to do. I'm not saying that it's hard to do, but just remember that you don't have to, you know, if they say something to you mean or whatever, you don't have to run run away crying or screaming. You don't have to do that. You don't have to give them that, you know, control over you. You don't have to give them that. You can tell them that it's not, that their behavior is unacceptable. You can. You you honestly can do that. And you know, when you have people like that in your life, you have to think about like why are they there? You need to kind of explore you know, the relationship that you have with them. Like I said, you know, some people you can't, <laughs> you can't get rid of. You know, they're in your life forever. They're family. They are, you know, um, people who you work with that you're not necessarily in charge of whether or not they continue to work with you. They might be people who live in your neighborhood. They may be your next door neighbors. They may live across the street from you and you see them every time you go get your mail. I mean, these are people that, you know, for better or for worse, they're not going anywhere. So, you know, do you need them in your life? If you don't, then yeah, listen, I'm the first girl to tell you, let him, let, let it go, you know, say your piece and then bounce. But if you have to keep them in your life, then how you go about it is going to be a little bit different. You can't exactly tell them, you know, where to get off. You have to, um, I don't know, you have to come at it a different way. Now, that's not to say that you need to excuse their behavior. Under no circumstances, and I want you to understand this, under no circumstances am I telling you to excuse a toxic person's behavior. Because listen, that's why they're this way, because so many people have allowed them to behave this way. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is how you approach a toxic person who is in your life forever as opposed to someone who is not is going to be different. You know, some of it, and like I said before, the root of a lot of toxic people's issue is they have a problem with themselves. And really what happens, and, and more often than not, when someone comes for you, like someone comes at you, someone's hating on you, it's honestly because they see something in you that they don't like about themselves. So it's really, really weird. Like they are mad at themselves or they're dealing with stuff about themselves, but they see it in you and you're standing there and they can look at you and, you know, um, it's a little bit easier to blame others than it is to blame yourself. I think we all can kind of agree on that. And so they're like mad at you, but not really. They're actually mad at themselves. So, you know, when they come at you, 
with venom or anger or just, you know, passive aggressiveness, whatever, you have to kind of realize that there's something, you know, about you that's kind of like setting them off. Now, that doesn't mean you have to change. You don't have to change. Um, but have you ever noticed, and I will say this, have you ever noticed that especially in families, the people who get along the least, you know, when you're looking at it from an outside perspective, those are the people they are exactly like each other. Their personalities are exactly the same and they don't get along. Now, that doesn't mean that you are also a toxic person. But what I mean is, is that there might be something in you that reminds them of them and they just cannot with it. They just can't stand for it. And you know what? That's their problem. That's their kind of their, you know, cross to bear. But what that means is you have to kind of figure out, okay, if this person is important to my life and yet they're toxic, I have to figure out how to be around them without, you know, like completely dismissing them. So what you're going to have to do at that point is you're going to have to create boundaries, you know, um, and creating boundaries can look like a lot of different things. It can, you know, look like you telling them, listen, when you and I are in the same room together, I need another person to be there because I feel like whenever we get by ourselves, we start to bicker. Um, you know, if it's a situation where there's a neighbor or someone that, you know, just like, oh, you, you can't get away from them, but they just really grind your gears, make sure there's, you know, kind of an intermediary person who's in between and, you know, is is never allowing you or that neighbor to get up to themselves, um, get up to each other, you know, um, in such a way where something, you know, something could start or whatever you know and the other thing too is you can set boundaries and the other person doesn't even have to know the toxic person doesn't have to know um you know don't go to certain events that you know they're going to be at or heck if you are all at you know a family get together stay out of the room that you know that person is going to be that or time it so that you know um if you know they're coming at the beginning of the party show up late you know and don't feel bad for doing that because you have to create boundaries for your mental health and for your protection. Because like I said, some of these people you can't get away from. It's not as simple as just like, oh, I'm out, peace and hair grease. You have to be around these people. So what you have to do is you have to protect yourself. Okay, there's no reason why you need to continue to put yourself in harm's way. There's absolutely no reason. I don't care who they are to you. There's no reason why you need to do that to yourself. And, and I, I'll tell you that a thousand times, you don't have to allow a toxic person to continue to hurt you. So when you're creating boundaries, you know, and like I said, those boundaries can be physical boundaries. You can be like, listen, I'm staying away from you. Um, I just cannot be around you right now. They can be boundaries of where you don't say, um, you don't say something or you don't, you know, respond to something that they say. And they can even be, you know, where you literally just tell them like, listen, you and I need to spend some time apart. I don't want to be around you right now. I don't think the things that you say or the way that you behave is appropriate. And I don't want to be a part of that. When you do that, realize though that there is going to be pushback. There's going to be pushback because the thing about toxic people is, like I said, they are this way because no one has ever checked them. No one's ever told them, 
hey, whoa, stop. Or if someone has checked them, if someone has told them that their behavior is, an ex- is you know, not acceptable, it's pr- they probably didn't follow through. They didn't follow through. They probably, you know, maybe did like a, a, a soft, you know, a soft like punch or whatever. Not, don't Not an actual punch, but like, you know, like a soft, like kind of getting in there and to tell them like, I'm about to tell you about yourself and you're not going to like it. And then when the other person, you know, when the toxic person didn't like it, then they bounced. They were like, ah, abort, abort. This is terrible. They're going to be mean to me. And then, you know, so they're not seeing the repercussions. There's no consequences for their behavior. So what you got to do is you got to expect pushback and then you got to have a plan. So when you tell that person that their behavior is not acceptable or when you, you know, um, have someone speak to them on your behalf, expect retaliation. Now, retaliation doesn't always mean something horrible. It might mean that, you know, they start a rumor about you or that they come at you um, even, you know, harsher with harsher words than they had used before. But what they're doing is they're in panic mode now. So, you know, my grandma used to always say, got them looking. Now you've got them looking. When they start doing this, when they start acting this way, that means they have, you know, you have their attention. You have the ball. The ball is in your court. And so what you do with that ball kind of, you know, I don't know, play, shows how the rest of this scenario is going to play out. So if you if you get scared and, you know, they retaliate and then you get scared and you drop it, then guess what? You've only reinforced their bad behavior. But if you stick to your guns and you have a plan, then you are able to kind of step back and be like, listen, I know you're mad because I'm the first person that's ever told you about yourself, but it's unacceptable. And I'm not going to allow you to treat me like this or whoever it is, you know, your family, your friends, whatever. I'm not going to allow you to treat us like this anymore. Maybe I'm the first person that's ever dropped some knowledge on you like this, but somebody has to do it, and I guess it's going to have to be me. Now, like I said, it is very difficult to stick to your guns because when they retaliate, they will hit you hard. Think about um, someone that you had to kind of tell them something and, you know, they don't want to hear it. What do they start doing? They start bringing up all the reasons and, you know, why you're wrong. They start bringing up all the reasons why it's not really you. It's it's not really them. It's you. It's you're the person who has been, you know, setting all this off. It's not them. You know, it's it's you. And you have to remember, you have to keep it in your head like, no, 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 it's it's you. It really is you. (laughs) It's not me. Um, The only role that you know I'm playing in this is that I'm allowing you to continue to act this way and now I am no longer playing that role um I'm vacating that role and so at this point it really is you toxic person who is you know who has their hand in this you know and like I said if you have a plan then you know exactly what to do. Here's here's the deal. Here's what happens with toxic people. When you have a toxic person and you either take them out of your life or you tell them about themselves or whatever, what they start to do is they start to badmouth you to other people. Because badmouthing you to you doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore. It, 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 it literally doesn't work anymore. Because you have said, you know, you said, not today, Satan. Not today. So uh, 
they freak out and they're like, okay, well now I got to talk to so-and-so and such and such. And I got to tell them, Ooh, let me tell you all about her. She's the worst. She's did this. Da, 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 da. But listen, here's the thing about toxic people. You're not the only person that knows that they're toxic. You're literally not the only person. A lot of people know. A lot of people are onto their game, but you might just be the first person to say something. And a lot of people might have been afraid to say something, but they're grateful to you for being the person to kind of stick your neck out and to say something. So when you have that, yeah, this toxic person might smear your your good name. But the people around who know that person, they're not going to believe it. They're not going to fall for it. They know the lies when they hear it. And maybe it'll take a second, but you will be vindicated. You will be. Because, you know, a toxic person isn't just toxic to one person. They usually can't control themselves and they treat a lot of people like poop. They just do. And honestly, they treat the people who allow them like that. And that's what's really interesting. You have to look um, look at the people around them. Who do they treat like that and who don't they treat like that? There's there's a couple of reasons you want to pay attention to that and that might kind of go into your plan. If they're treating people um, subordinate to them in such a way, then you, you've got them. You know what it is. They're, they're on a power trip. They, they, they need to feel good about themselves. If they're, not, if they're treating people, you know, who are um, more, I don't know, I guess who are like a higher up from them, then, you know, now you see that, you know, they have an issue with authority and they don't like the fact that somebody has something over them. Like in any way, you're, you're seeing their weakness and you can kind of count this into your plan to figure out how to get out from under this toxic person. You know, and at the end of the day, you got to trust your instincts. So what I mean by that is if you um, if you have a person in your life who is extremely toxic and you can get away from them, by all means, do what you got to do. Even if they are family, even if they are a coworker, um, neighbor, whatever, Figure out a way because, you know, if you are really thinking that this person is going to hurt you or to hurt someone that you care about, you know, all these um, words and niceties are great and all and, you know, passive um, ways of, you know, getting your point across are great and all. But if you think that you're honestly in danger or that someone that you love or care about is in danger, then you have to develop an actual exit strategy. And you might need to get authorities involved. You might need to get support from other people to help you get away from them. Um, And, you know, that's going to take a little bit more work. But it's important if your instincts are truly telling you that this person is dangerous, please, please, please seek help. Okay. Um, I am never a person to tell you to stay in something that's extremely toxic that is going to hurt you or hurt people that you love. It's just, it that's not the way to go. Um, you need to seek help. You can seek help, like I said, through the authorities. Um, you can seek help through a counselor. You can seek help with your other friends or family. They might have ways to get away from this person. And, you know... Your safety is 
super important because if you are not safe, then, you know, all the rest of that stuff kind of falls to the wayside. So, you know, when you're dealing with toxic people, I'm just going to run through it one more time. You know, if, when you're dealing with toxic people, remember that you, the only thing you can control is how you react. How you react is the most important thing and that, you know, um, you need to figure out if you even need to be around that person or if you can get away from them. And if you can get away from them safely, by all means do it. And if you can't, set your boundaries. Set your boundaries with them. They're not going to like it. Who cares? And be ready for the blowback. Be ready for the pushback because it's going to happen. So you have a plan. Get your people with you. And you know what? Like I said, they're going to start hating. They're going to start saying things about you that aren't true. And guess what? The people around you, they know the truth from the lies. They always do. Okay? Jesus says the truth will set you free. And he says that because it's true. So when these lies are starting to be spread about you, don't worry. Don't worry. The truth will prevail. It does every single time. All right, guys, I hope that this was, you know, an easy message um, to, you know, like kind of put in your repertoire of things and how to handle people. Um, I didn't want to go too deep into like specific people because I know all of us have that person that we're thinking of when we think of a toxic person. And so I wanted to leave this pretty broad so that you could kind of fill in your blanks, you know, when and where you need to. But, you know, um, next week, we're going to be back. We're going to talk about something else. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. I had it planned, but I think I'm actually going to change my mind. So, eh, you know, what are you going to do? Women's prerogative, huh? But anyways, um, I will talk to you next week. If you want more information about Taking Back You or the Taking Back You Momcast, be sure to visit us at takingbackyou.com. You can also go on social media. We are at Taking Back You Social. You can find out anything that you need to know about there, about our mission, which, you know, honestly is to just hard on mamas. All right, have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Danny Carter Iddens, creator of Taking Back You. My vision for Taking Back You was simple. I wanted to create a safe place for mamas to focus on the dreams that have been placed on their hearts where they could walk alongside other mamas who get and give advice on how to do this mom thing. I want to tell mamas what I wish someone had told me and to build a community of mothers who aren't afraid to reach for the stars, even while holding their children in their arms. Want to learn more? Visit takingbackyou.com because at Taking Back You, we know happy moms raise happy kids. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You Momcast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes. And from all of us at Taking Back You, thank you so much for your support.